Axis Mundi. Welcome to Straight White American Jesus, uh, hosted in partnership with the CAP Center at the University of California, Santa Barbara. My name is Brad Onishi, Associate Professor of Religious Studies at Skidmore College, and I'm joined today by Dr. Sophie Bjork-James, who's an anthropologist at Vanderbilt University. Dr. Bjork-James is Assistant Professor there and is the co-editor of Beyond Populism, Angry Politics and the Twilight of Neoliberalism, and our our conversation today is going to center on her chapter from that text. Also the author of the forthcoming The Divine Institution, White Evangelicalism's Politics of the Family, and that'll be out uh, next year from Rutgers University Press, and I hope I can coax you into coming back to talk about the book as soon as it uh, is out. And so you are uh, a specialist in things related to race, things related to gender, things related to religion, especially white evangelicalism, so um, so glad to have you, and, and thanks for joining me, Sophie. I'm really grateful. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm really happy to be here. So we have just entered a situation where it looks like the official sort of levers of the peaceful transition of power will take place. And I think all of us are still reeling from just what turned out to be election season, not election day or election week. And uh, that's taken its toll. One of the things that we continue to do, and I, I just feel like needs to be a priority of our show, is to continue to, to try to contextualize and understand the alliance that has formed, actually for, has, been, has been present for, for a long time, but has really sort of come into public view, this alliance between white nationalists and Christian nationalists. And last week I interviewed Sarah Posner, a journalist on this topic who's written extensively on it. And I want to kind of sort of continue talking about that with you. You just co-edited this book, uh, Beyond Populism, and you and, and your fellow editor and, and all, all of the authors in that book are, are trying to sort of contextualize some of this resentment and rage and anger that is being manifest in politics all over the globe. I want to talk about how that's working here, specifically with conservative white Christians and, and white nationalists. So I guess my first question is just, it's easy to trace this alliance, right, to racism and, and in xenophobia. We could just say, well, these are white folks, they're racist. That's how it goes. That's the answer. Let's go home and have lunch and no need to have an hour long conversation about this. But I think there's more to it. And and I'd really like folks to maybe to to get an idea of of how that works. So can you help us understand the underlying group issues that fuel the kind of shared fear of and anger toward racial minorities, immigrants and liberals on the parts of both white nationalists and Christian nationalists? It's a really, really important question with a really long history. And I think to begin to understand these two movements, we have to think about the way that historically Christianity, whiteness, and the concept of being civilized were all co-articulated and really embodied in ideas about the nuclear family gender, kind of normative gender roles, patriarchal gender roles, and heterosexuality. But that really was the dominant culture in the United States was this invocation of both Christianity, whiteness, uh, and racial racial supremacy, historically. In the 1920s, the Ku Klux Klan became kind of one of the main 
driving like political forces in the country in most parts of the state of the United States in order to get elected into office people had to be be members of the clan and the clan was we think of it today as solely about racism but it was really it was about white christian nationalism in that it was focused on protestantism so in the 1920s the one of the popular ways the clan would work to try to recruit new people was they would have these uh, uh, public events where they would bring in su supposedly an ex-nun who could talk about the depravities of Catholicism and how much she was saved from leaving Catholicism and becoming a Protestant. So Protestantism, uh, Christianity, and nationalism were all really combined in the historical clan, which really shaped a kind of dominant identity. But what happens in the post-civil rights period United States is you have this fracturing of the white right. So on the one hand, you have people who are still identified with overt white supremacy. So we still have a, there still is a Klan movement in the United States. In the 1980s and early 1990s, several former Klan leaders decided that the, given that racism was now a negative term, that they would never be able to achieve the kinds of political goals they wanted under the moniker of the Klan or racism. So they have reinvented uh, their movement un under the banner of white nationalism, uh, using language from the civil rights movement to try to talk about the need for white power and kind of white, white racial identity as a, 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 as a positive uh, as a positive thing. Uh, so there's that movement, which has been organizing online in there's some, some parts of it are Christian identity, so still influenced around Protestantism, but some, some parts of that movement are pagan and see Christian, some of them see Christianity as actually a, like Jewish, like an imposition of, of Jewish culture into like a pure, what should be a pure Aryan heritage. But there's that, that, that tradition of, has linked back to like the earlier history of the of kind of white Christian nationalism has shaped this white nationalist movement, which is overtly focused on race. Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more, become a Straight White American Jesus premium subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. It'll take you like two clicks, I promise. In addition to getting access to this episode, You'll have access to the entire Swag archive, over 550 episodes. You'll also get an extra episode every month, ad-free listening, Discord access, and so much more. All that for less than six bucks a month, and it helps us keep our flag up and continue to safeguard democracy from religious nationalism, extremism, and rising authoritarianism. Check it out. It's not hard, I promise. Mm -hmm.